Flare. Uh oh, <laughs> we have it right here, baby. Yes. Yeah, that, that's the trophy. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode four of the Gold Hawk Pod. Somehow, someway, we made it out here. We got to episode four, and uh, today, unlike the last one, I'm joined with on this journey that will be episode four, but uh, with Nikki. Nikki, how's it going, man? Good, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Last one, I had a bit of a. I think you guys are kind of busy. I'm like, you know what? Let me let me see how the solo podding thing goes, and then. What did you think about that? I did, I did an okay job. Good, man. That was good because, you know, you kind of let your own thoughts kind of flow through and, and things like that. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little different when, when you're kind of doing it on your own versus if you have somebody else to bounce thoughts back and forth. So yeah. I think it was cool, man. Okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, since we talked, I guess, I finished uh, Stranger Things. Nice. I nice. just grinded uh, through it. You, how'd you like it? My guy Mikey, man, I was talking about uh, if he ended up kissing his little girlfriend this it. guy just got it in this yo guy, it was like yeah spoiler alert but like they they got into it for the first what like episode two episodes whatever i forget bro like so. i thought it went from it went from like nothing this guy had no chance to all the way to just all out the man was just yeah. out here <laughs> <laughs> it was uh yeah and lucky yeah yeah exactly i don't know for i think it was way better than season two Season yeah, two just had this whole issue. Uh, it was so boring and drawn out. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know because this one, this one definitely has a lot more of like a pace to it. Like even though everybody was kind of split up in their own thing, it's like it was still interesting. Last season had that random episode with the uh, with the other number eight girl. The other, do you remember that episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was a really random one. And yeah, I didn't really care about it, so. That guy, uh, shit, I'm really bad at names and all these characters, but that guy, uh, who, who, who's the guy, the the bad, the bad guy, in this one? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler, by the way, we're we're kind of ruining the whole. Yeah, yeah. If you don't watch it, what's this guy's name again? Are you talking about um, the brother? The brother of oh Billy, Billy. Yeah, Billy. Man, that guy is a good actor. He is. He is. I'm glad that they brought him back uh, and gave him a lot more to do in this one. It's kind of creepy, by the way, how how everybody just kind of like you know melts into goo and just kind of combines together and becomes this one like big monster thing. Uh, so they went hard with that man. Like they, they did. did not hold back on any of this, uh, any of this gra- gra- graphic, the, dramatic the kind of is, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because they like. Yeah, you would think that they like you know they melt into goo and stuff like that when they when they attach together. And it's funny because if you look closely, they still there's still some parts where there's like the people's bones and stuff like that. Bro, that's the part I was just like, they're not gonna actually do this, right? And then they full out show the whole yeah. thing. And then when Eleven gets her, was it her? Was it her leg that got bit or something? Yeah. Ooh, that was they. They didn't. They definitely did not hold back on that. I had to look away. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was. Uh, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. That was. I had to do the same. That thing was that was some grimacing yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, shout out to the the people who does the practical effects. I'm pretty sure there's some CGI in there, but whatever practical effects they use, man, shout out to that team over there. That team did an uh, honestly a sick job. Uh, who was your was there a character you didn't like? A uh, character that I didn't like. This this uh, what's her face? Um, Nancy. I Nancy? Nancy was kind of annoying. Why? Because well, because she kept. 
I understood I understood her, what her motivations were, but she just kept going back and forth like um, with uh, with Jonathan, and Jonathan was just like, "No, we shouldn't do this," and she's like, "Yeah, you know, we should. Like, we've got to find out more." And they just it just kind of became this like repetitive thing, and I'm just like, "Okay, let's just move on from it," because her and Jonathan aren't the more interesting arcs yeah, than yeah. everybody else. So I that's that's why I don't really care about both of them that much. Oh, bro, you just remind me of that that. Um... That one scene where they go into that old lady's house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole yeah. This ladies out here eating dirt. Yeah, I also never understood that. Do I don't know if you know, but why do they eat like the fertilizer and all that stuff? I don't know, man. I don't. I'm sure people listening are gonna be like, "Yo, you're such an idiot." I I, I don't know. Yeah, I never understood that. I think. There must be some chemicals or something inside that fertilizer and cleaning products and whatnot that, like, I don't know, kind of helps them generate into bigger monster things. It, <laughs> I yeah, know. I think I think they talked about it too, uh, especially the the well, not the fertilizer, the the cleaning Windex the stuff. Thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talked um, about it. I just honestly, God, I just can't remember. Ooh. Uh, sorry, I'm what? just like trying to remember. I think when they were in, was it? I think the. There has to be something between the chemicals inside those cleaning products and the fertilizer that is the same as the green stuff. That remember, remember Dustin and and that group, and they were in they were in the factory or warehouse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they came close to that like the green tube thing that broke the floor like, pretty it was much. Like acid. Yeah, yeah. It was like callback to like Alien. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, maybe those things have something to do with each other, but I don't know. I don't know. It- for me, this guy, this D- Dustin's character is completely annoying. Yo, how are you going to make your uh, friends walk five hours in the middle of goddamn summer to a random ass hill to talk to a girlfriend who... Was it actually five hours? Yeah, the thing they talked about is like, they said something like it was five hours where they walked out into the middle of the woods. By the way, like this is you. This is how you know it's like the 1980s and all this where your parents don't give a crap about... You being out in the middle of the woods by with yeah. each other for ten hours straight in the middle of the night. Yeah. And how old are they? Like ten? Uh, no, no, no. They're more like thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. But yeah, that whole sequence of this, and I understand the 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 whole thing about him, uh, calling his long distance girlfriend. By yeah, the way, the stupidest. I think, I think- yeah, um, I think it was pretty bait from the beginning. Like the fact that, like, oh, they're gonna set it up like, oh, uh, she may, might not exist and stuff like that, and then she comes back at the end and somehow has like the secret code. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of like cliche, like, you know. So, but that was cool though. I, oh. I thought it was cute, but I mean, it was just kind of like to move the story along so that like you know Hopper can kind of put the code in, and everybody else is just like sitting there, just like, like listening to. Uh, <laughs> To the song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the? <laughs> it, so that was funny. Yeah, it was good. All right. That's, I think, enough for Stranger Things. I, I give it like an 8 out of 10. That was, it was a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but before we move on, uh, go, go, go. It's kind of, there's some irony in uh, Stranger Things because um, David Hopper at, and, and Alexi, right? Like. The, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, continue. Right? We yeah. can't believe um, we talked about Alexi. Yeah, and so yeah, the Alexi guy was pretty cool. I, it was sucked that it sucks that he that he died, but um, but uh, I see it's there's it's irony because the guy like he was with uh, this guy Alexi the whole time for the most part or for the latter part of the season, and then in the new Black Widow movie in next May, uh, um, 
was this David Harbour. He's playing a character whose name is Alexi. So I thought that was kind of ironic. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be like, um, he's he's supposed to be playing. He's like a Russian Captain America. <laughs> like he does. I don't think he has any like special abilities like Captain America, but he's like some good fighter or something. And he's supposed to be some sort of like love interest in the past to Natasha. And then he was on some secret mission or something that kind of turned him a little bit. And yeah. So, anyways. Wait. So the guy's playing it, or the guy's just name is Alexei and he's from Russia? Oh no no no! I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying. Uh, David Harbour, the guy who plays Hopper, he's playing the character. Oh. He's playing a character called Alexi in Black Widow. Oh, okay, okay. I, won't... So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that's oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for those movies. Anyways, well, that's that's another. I watch. I watch Endgame. Oh, by the way, okay, no, we're on. We're on. We're on the movies. We're thing. on a roll okay. here. <laughs> I watch Endgame too. Just now, like like recently. Yeah, I was, I'm not. I'm, I don't like watching movies in theaters anymore, man. It's such uh, a big process. You got to go. Now, mind you, I did watch Aladdin, which is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, not as bad as people think it was. People didn't like it. Well, I, I don't know. I, I thought I thought some people. I thought it was like kind of mixed. No, like, I didn't no watch way. It, but based on what I saw in the trailer, like I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Anisha wanted to go, so we ended up going, and honestly, it was a pretty good movie. I, oh yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Cool. It was. It was it's like. Like, you got to let your expectations go and just say, yeah, I know exactly what's more or less going to happen, and let me just watch this movie. Yeah. But it was a great, it was a pretty fun movie, and uh, what's the name? Will Smith did a great job. Yeah, it was just a lot of, uh, yeah, uh, he's pretty much, like, the more, like, entertaining part. Yeah, 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 and his acting was, and that's the kind of role I think Will Smith does really well in. He can be his comedic self, and he's just out here kind of being himself, and, uh, yeah, like, when he tries to go a little bit too hard and... I guess Pursuit of Happiness, he did go pretty high, and that was a good movie. Yeah, like, but... this new, like his new one, Gemini Man. <laughs> Have you seen that? No. What he's is basically it? like, it's a sci-fi movie. Basically, he's like a copy of himself. I don't know what the hell the story is. I just Oh, yeah, yeah, where he's like, uh, he's, his copy's trying to kill him? Uh, Something like that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I don't know what the whole, I, I don't know. Like, that, that sort, that's kind of storyline has been like recycled before so i'm not really interested in it and the cgi on the other version of will smith is really bad so yeah yeah, yeah. which is the other one he had with uh jaden uh after earth after earth yeah shout out m night Shyamalan with one of his worst movies sorry man i like m, I like m. m night is one of those guys i don't understand and you know gotta support the brown man but my oh. god this guy has not he had one or two good movies that yeah. going back, spanning a career that had somehow lasted twenty years in Hollywood. Yeah, I was really happy that he came back up. Like he was on a really, you know, um, down. He went really downhill, right? With um, with a lady in the water, uh, like those kind of like Air, Last Airbender, like those kind of movies. And then <laughs> yeah. after Earth, and then it went back up once he split, came split. up with. Uh, well, before Split, it was The Visit. If you didn't watch it, you should watch it. It's, it's like creepy. My grandparent. Um, and then, and then yeah. And after that was split. Split was really good. Yeah. Um, and then, um, Glass was okay, but mm-hmm. it kind of went downhill again. So I'm not sure where he goes from here. Have you seen The Village? I have. Yeah. Um, the, Goddamn! I, one of the most twist. worst fucking movies I've ever watched in my life. I think I enjoyed it up until the end. That was such a trash ending. It ruined the whole movie. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I You're thought it was like, oh, it was super cool the whole time, right? Like, but then, oh, wow, like, you know, it's just a contained village inside, like, the the modern era. Like, what is, what is that? You're telling me in 2004, people didn't see planes going over 
middle of Virginia or wherever this thing is. Like, I don't understand that whole concept. I, I guess I guess no planes fly into Virginia. They have to fly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe that's election. why Trump won there. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was just never. I don't understand how he ends up making all these movies and he keeps getting directorial. Um, yeah. Jobs, I guess, in, in it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of shitty like Hollywood people out there that don't know how to find correct talent. I guess. I mean, this guy has talent. He just kind of needs to really focus, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. So wait, wait, hold on. Is this gonna be? A, is this gonna be an Endgame pod? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. I'm not. I'm not that huge. I'm not a. I'm not that huge of a movie buff. Honestly, movies are just a nice pass of time for for me. So. Okay. True, true, true. So I was watching this. Uh, again, we're, we're spoiling stuff already, so if you somehow yeah, haven't watched it now, <laughs> even Bootleg has it on HD, so kind of just go watch it online, man. Do they have it now? I was, trying, I was trying to find that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. I can send you a link afterwards. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I liked it, but I all, okay, there's parts of it I liked. Uh, the whole concept of Hulk, uh, being pacified and, you know, he somehow figured it himself out and, uh, He's somehow himself, but also the Hulk. That that whole thing was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I'm a big Hulk fan. My nephew's a big Hulk fan, and that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, what else? I liked... I liked... Uh, who's Captain Marvel again? The girl? Uh, Brie, Brie, Brie Larson. Brie, oh, I like Brie Larson. <laughs> Being in anything. It, ever since uh, 21 I mean, Jump she's Street. A, she's not a... Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. 21 Jump Street. Um but she's there yeah, she's not a bad bad actress i mean she obviously won an was it oscar that she won for the room or i'm not room? sure i don't know um, should have done research on this but uh, yeah, no, she, yeah no, she anything actually, with brie larson is just i'm i'm for it i'm i'm team brie team brie i'm team brie uh there, there's a lot of people that aren't team brie because, because oh she's like, like sjw kind of thing yeah she's like a like social she, justice yeah you know she just kind of like i don't know she's People were saying she's kind of like all that, like, you know, as like an actor now, like that's like in, you know, Marvel movies and kind of how she is in interviews and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know, like, if that's like true. I've seen some clips, but I don't know if like those clips are representative of the entire truth. Yeah. But whatever. I like Captain Marvel. I, I'm sure she'll have more to do in the next, you know, the future of MCU. Yeah. I mean, to each their own. Let- as long as you're not over, I hate. I'm not the biggest fan of the, those type of people who are way too overbearing, like yeah. trying to sell you on them. Like, just leave me alone, man. Yeah, exactly. Just do your thing, and then like, if you're if you're if whatever you, you're doing is good, then whatever, do it. right? Like, well, as the audience, accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brie Larson was a big plus. Um, the whole cinematography for this movie was pretty cool. Uh, that yeah. that that sequence where everyone kind of comes down to fight. Oh, the, uh, the end fight? Yeah, the big epic kind of fight at the end. That was yeah. dope. Yeah. And shout out to the, the weapon that Thanos had. Is there any significance of that thing? The... The, the double axe or the whatever. Double broadsword I, things? I don't know. I have no Because that thing is strong as hell, man. That is. And uh, was it was it uh, Captain Marvel that kind of held, held her own? Trying to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is she like the strongest or what? I'm I'm so confused in the power structure in this whole thing. So I think so. I think she is the strongest, but I know one would argue like Thor might be the strongest and 
I think I think in the next phase they'll probably make some more clarification and like who is the quote unquote strongest Avenger. Yeah, yeah. Um, or the strongest Marvel character. Yeah. But from the comics, I think she's supposed to be pretty strong. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I just thought the only reason I'm kind of iffy about like I like I like Brie Larson, I like Captain Marvel, but I thought like her role in Endgame was kind of bleh. Yeah. Because she just kind of showed up because like you know the whole thing in the trailer was like you know trying to set up like Tony might die, but Tony might actually go out at the beginning of the movie. Like who knows? Mm-hmm. And then she just kind of swoops in and saves him and Nebula, and then boom, they're back on Earth, and then it's all good. Okay. So I thought that I thought I thought that was a little bit like. You're- you're jumping ahead for my part, so point so. Uh, okay, All right. Yeah. Well, oh, we have our three points. All right. Yeah. And that is number one point. Point number one that I dis- highly disliked about this movie. That was way too easy, man. That was way too easy. A lot of things were very convenient. Ex- that word exactly is is the word, and why it wasn't my favorite Marvel one movie. I think. I still think yeah. uh, Infinity War probably is. Um. You mean just like the overall flow of the movie? Everything, yeah. It's too convenient that you have this random superhero chick who comes in and swoops in, flies, get was it hundred light years or whatever, a thousand light years, and yeah. all of a sudden is able to rescue you, come back, um, and able to you know save the day. Okay, congrats, Tony, you're alive. And yeah. Ant Man is somehow able to go into some quantum realm and take you and figure stuff out yeah it's like you go up to the history and kind of go like come on guys yeah it would have been way more dope if they figured out okay we know where the rings are and Uh, stones yeah sorry yeah the stones and we have to figure out a way to either a kind of uh like i don't know they have to figure out a better way to bring them back or just let them be and the whole movie kind of goes along them trying to find Thanos who somehow figured out a way to keep his arm and and I don't know I know the whole concept of Thanos is he wants uh balance and and he's probably not a fighter fighter but he just wants balance but that whole thing about them going being able to go back in history and and uh save the day just seemed too convenient for me yeah it was cool to see them back in like that those um like back in history and you know you see the, all the stuff from like 2012 like in new york and then all these different things and obviously you know black widow like dying and stuff like that like all, all these all these different things well yeah exactly so um but i don't know i mean like i i really enjoyed endgame mm-hmm. you know, for, for what it's worth it's a good conclusion to the phase sort of technically spider-man is supposed to be the end of phase three but either way it was it was still a good like concluding kind of epic movie Oh, yeah, I haven't watched the new Spider-Man. Okay, okay, that's the next one. All right. So, yeah, it was. I still think it was an 8.5 to 9 out of 10. I think Infinity War... Still really good rating. Yeah, 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 exactly. I have no qualms about it. It was a great movie. It's just, I'm being... As soon as I realized, okay, these guys are trying to make it a bit easy for them to do all this shit, I was like, okay, let me just watch. And then it was cool for them to kill off Scarlett Johansson's character and kind of be like hey look it's not just free for us to kind of go back in history and get all this stuff yeah uh, so it was okay but infinity war for me still is number one i think in the whole series how about you uh i or thor ooh. i guess um oh I, okay i think it's like i i originally had I, after finished watching endgame i originally put endgame as my top 
Yeah. But then now that now that I think about it, I might put Infinity War first. Dude, I'll that put... that sequence where he uh, this guy Chris Hemsworth gets this Stormbringer. Oh, uh, the the Stormbreaker. Yeah, Stormbreaker comes to Earth, does that entry thing like a meteor, that was and just super epic. Yeah. That, that whole sequence bad. is absolutely insane, and like one of my probably favorite ever sequences. That isn't in John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> True. So every non John Wick sequence I've ever had, that, that's probably my favorite one ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely like super epic. Like it just made you definitely feel like he's like the strongest guy, and his, and you know, he was really funny with like the Guardians and stuff like that. So Infinity War is, I think it's my, it's my top one. I put Endgame as my second. I put Ragnarok as my third. Oh, you took my top three too. Damn. Yeah, and then the uh, no, I really enjoyed Ragnarok. That was um, a good movie. And then I'll put Winter Soldier as my fourth. That's my that's my that's my fourth. I, the reason I, I say that is because like Winter Soldier is more it was more grounded. It was more like a spy espionage. Kind yeah, of movie, yeah. So yeah. I really enjoyed that. So. Yeah, I think Captain America in general is a, it's a pretty good series if you take away from the fact that he's like a superhero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, Captain America's back. concept is it just seems <laughs> a bit reachy to say, oh yeah, this guy's a shield, and all of a sudden he's pure of heart, and he you know you should, he's a superhero, superhero. He's worthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he the millionaire. <laughs> that was pretty cool, though. Actually, yeah, that's another. That was a pretty cool sequence. That whole that sequence though that fighting sequence as soon as he got in that he did all that, uh, all that fighting kind of the combos with the shield and Mjolnir and that was pretty cool. Yeah, the people clap in your theater like were there enough people there to watch it at the time? I'm not gonna front with you. I watched I watched the bootleg. Oh, Nikki, I, I watched it online, Nikki. <laughs> I didn't watch it in theaters. I don't, I don't think I don't think anybody listening is gonna gonna rat you out. That's how I know the bootlegs are, Nikki. That's how I know. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah, it, that like Blu-ray quality. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty good. Um, it, the quality, thankfully, I've been waiting for it. It, it was pretty good. Did, did yeah, people cla- clap in yours? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, um, yeah, we watched it in the theater, and it was like it was like pretty packed, and um, there's a lot of funny scenes. People clapped and laughed and stuff like that. Definitely when. Because uh, I, I don't think anybody expected it to happen at that moment, yeah. but everybody kind of knew. I don't know. People were paying attention to Age of Ultron when he kind of like nudged at the, at the, at, um, at Milnir. Like people kind of thought that he probably was able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, um, I think reading on some articles or interviews or whatever with the Russos, they were like, um, I think Captain America was able in Age of Ultron. He was able to pick it up. He just didn't because he was like, he was um, like, you know, he didn't want to be like showing up you know uh thor and stuff like that so you're just like oh you know i can't you nudge it a little bit but he, he didn't take it you know, oh i didn't know that yeah okay okay so, okay cap is still a good guy yeah, yeah yeah and then i also watched john mc3 also in bootleg true, true, true. is that is that i, I did not pay for all, all john john i did not pay for john wick 3 that's fine <laughs> <laughs> i paid for, actually you know what no, i paid for john wick i i did a youtube rental like three times for john wick 2 so i paid for it oh yeah and that so, yeah well I was gonna say it's like, is it on Netflix? It's not. I think John Wick is on Netflix. John Wick one is two isn't two is on YouTube. And I was like, have I watched it? And I did the first time, and then I watched it the second time. I was like, have I watched it? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah. All right, whatever. I'll watch it again. I paid for it three times, so I paid for John Wick three that way. Sure, sure, sure. It's 
like the story the rest of the story is a bit a bit of a stretch but it's still entertaining that's just really what you go for right yeah 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 my god was this that sequence where he's fighting the the japanese dude and the other ninjas yeah who are coincidentally thai i think those two dudes were were, i'm pretty sure they're thai they're, they're from the raid yeah, it was that part yeah, was kind of and, like uh, eh. in, they're the Indonesian guys. Was they Indonesian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I, they, they, They're like I think I think I, one of them is an actual like action director, like or action producer or something in in the raid and stuff. Yeah, they sound like Thai or something, or I guess Indonesian. Yeah. Yeah. Some. Yeah. They're Which is kind of I, I guess they cheated on that a little bit, trying to pretend like they're Japanese. Yeah, it's yeah. still super cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that whole sequence, you know, give him the respect. Oh, he's getting a little slow. John Wick. That whole uh, thing about he'll get up and they fought again. And, yeah. Uh, that that was a super cool kind of whole thing. And I, 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 I enjoyed enjoy the whole series. Have you wa- rewatched any of them? I rewatched John Wick many times. Yeah. I haven't rewatched John Wick 2 yet, I don't think. Um, John Wick 3, I haven't. I only watched it once in theater and that was it. Um, I, I I'm expecting I'm like yo uh what's what's his face um oh, Agent Smith what the hell is his name Hugo Weaving yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, he he needs to show up in the next one man yeah Here just bring out, bring sure. together a whole uh, Matrix uh, right cast that'd be pretty dope right and uh, that all all like by itself is gonna sell out the theaters for the weekend for sure I mean they already brought it they I mean they brought obviously they brought back Lawrence Fishburne and yeah. then and then John Wick three they uh what's his face um. Keanu, you know, set a Matrix reference with the guns thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you kind of have to bring back Hugo Weaving. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that'd be pretty cool. That yeah. mean, and I think the directors have it figured out. They they were on. Um, I think Bill Bill Simmons had the director on, and uh, Chad some some. Yeah, like, and yeah, he just sounded like a, he just sounded like a type of guy who's not gonna take any shortcuts and well, apart from pretending like. Indonesian actors were <laughs> Japanese, but <laughs> we'll let them have at least one. True. <laughs> we'll, let that, we'll, we'll let that one slip. Yeah, we'll let that one go. Um, but for the most part, I think uh, they seem like the type of directors who are going to be true to their vision of the whole sequence. And um, yeah, I think that the fourth one is probably going to be just as good. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the same entertainment value type of thing. Do you have a favorite scene in any of those three? Ooh, favorite scene. Um, uh, of the three, oh man, that's it's hard, yo. Um, if you need some time, I, thing, I, I can I, go. Was it John Wick two? I really enjoyed the part where he's like beating up those dudes in the warehouse, and and the guy, uh, the the other the other boss, who was like kind of like a like a different like a Russian dude or something like that. But like, yeah, yeah, his, yeah. Reaction, his reaction was really funny. He was like, "Oh yeah, like that's the boogeyman or something oh. like that." Or it was that was a little comedic between him and the and and the like uh, another one of those like Russian guys on, on on his team. And the other guy was just like, "Yo, like should we should we leave right now?" And this guy's like, <laughs> yeah. nah, he's, he's coming. There's no point. Or yeah. something related to that. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was really funny. Um, but there's so many scenes. Why? What's uh? What, what's your favorite scene in the- my first one? My my favorite is still the one where, uh, um, where I forgot the guy's name, but he the guy who pretty much stole stole the guy's stole John Wick's car. Oh, the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes to his dad. It's like, Dad, what's wrong? And then he like punches him in the face. Like, you didn't steal any fucking car. Or kill any kill anybody's puppy. You you, you yeah. stole John Wick's car. 
Yeah, John Wick. Who the fuck is John Wick? <laughs> Baba Yaga. Yeah, that that sequence. I've watched it a couple of times. I have a really crappy memory, so I can't. I'm really bad at like regurgitating those line for line. People are really good at that, but uh, that that scene. But I'm putting my hand up right now. I, I can. I can. I watch. I watch enough movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You have a great memory for that. For that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, because I like. I really try to like pay attention to a lot of things and. And stuff like that, but uh, I don't know. I, I love. I, I would love, like you know, you know re, um, redoing lines or, or whatever from movies. Don't don't even get me started. <laughs> Man, I, I get. I have a weird thing with movies, especially action movies. Is yeah. if I'm especially watching like a really messy scene. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder how much is that thing gonna cost. Like, like you say they're in a store and they're just breaking everything apart. I'm like. I wonder how much uh, everything in, in inventory and everything they busted up cost. Yeah. Yeah. So. You talk, talk about that. You talk about convenience stores. <laughs> oh, look, that's just one example. This is one example. That's like a that's like a very like contained example. But like, just think about stuff like, oh, if you they were. Uh, I remember for Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Okay. Oh, so I saw the behind one of my favorite movies, by the way. Most underrated it, Fast and Furious. Yeah, I think it's underrated too. There's an entertainment value in it for sure. Uh, I enjoy it, but uh, but I remember watching the behind the scenes and and um, they were saying that to film the, the like there was a scene at the beginning with with Lucas Black where he's like racing this guy he ends up flipping his car his old shitty car and then whatever right yeah yeah um, the the Chevy they, scene they, yeah the or, Chevy scene yeah they use uh, either four somewhere between fourteen to twenty versions of that Chevy to Oof. film that crash oof that's heartbreak bro. I mean, I know those are cheaper cars, but like that's a lot of Chevys, that's a lot of people. That's exactly. I'm like, can you imagine those poor people who put the down payment on the house, coming next day get a call saying, uh, yeah, some some little shitty head shithead kids busted up your house. Yo, I would cry. (laughs) So I I have weird. I I focus on way too many weird stuff in movies. <laughs> all right, we're half half hour, and we haven't even touched on like stuff I actually wanted to kind of cover. So, but yo, we're talking about movies. We're talking about movies all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. All right, basketball, that basketball. All right, but a little bit of basketball. I mean, uh, I talked about it during my solo solo endeavor, but um, I guess I didn't get your thoughts on what you thought with the Rockets trade and where it puts them. So, uh, uh, as as a recap, Houston decided we're gonna give. Uh, OKC even more picks than they have and now they have I think like 17 over 6 years or something crazy like that so what did you think about that trade for Westbrook and CP3 um I think I think CP3 going to Thunder like I from what I heard is that like he's gonna be starting the season with Oklahoma I actually wanna see him go to Miami or something like that like I don't think he's gonna do much in Oklahoma um, CP3? I think, yeah, yeah, th- I don't think so. Like, the, the Thunder is set up for future success, not current success. Mm. Um, because they have so many draft picks from the previous Paul George trade and now this CP and Westbrook trade. And the Thunder are definitely set up for like good success in the future with uh, SGA and all those guys and Gallinari and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a change for Houston is good. Understanding like Westbrook's whole like, you know the way that he plays and stuff like that um but i think a little bit of the change is good because him westbrook and harden have played together before and for the for the most part the rest of their roster hasn't really changed a whole lot right yeah um so i think that westbrook going to houston 
will definitely make their team a little bit better. Um, knowing that like CP is, you know, a little bit older now. He's like 35 or something like that, right? Or 36, mm. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but especially with this upcoming season, Warriors aren't going to go down, like, you know, not making the playoffs, I don't think. But the Dolphins slide, and that's good for Houston and, you know, Utah and, and you know, the two LA teams to kind of like, you know, take the top like four uh, four spots. So I think Westbrook going to um, Houston is definitely going to gonna make uh, the Rockets a, a little bit better than they were before. Do you think they put them in contention to beat the top three? Top two, top three, I guess, if you include Denver, or top four, if you include the Jazz? Mm, it's it's going to be tough because those are some pretty pretty good teams. Um, where did they, they, what, they lost to the Warriors in the first round last year, right? Second round. Second, oh, round, second round, second round in a in in a series where they probably should have won again. They they probably should have won. Yeah, they should have won. They probably should have won. They should have probably won. Um, second round, eh? Uh, six, uh, game six. Kevin Durant went yeah. off. It's in the series, tough. but then he wasn't it's, there. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough to say like where they're gonna fall, um, in the top like five or six. Yeah. Um, but. I'm I'm sure they're gonna be a little bit better than they were last year. Whatever that means. Houston. That means going to yeah yeah. If the, if that means going on to the next round or having a better you know winning record and and stuff like that. Like I I'm hoping that they don't um, just stop here with the Westbrook trade and say that's that's cool. I want to see them make a couple more moves. Um, I feel like I feel like they can probably add another role player to their team because. Who who is on that? Well, Houston they want Rockets? Iggy. They want Iggy, but I don't think Iggy is gonna go to Houston. Yeah, he's gonna go one of the LA teams. LA teams, yeah. Um, was it? Were, were we talking about last time that like Iggy might like go to Clippers or something like that? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think. I mean, he can. It'll make sense for him to do that. Yeah. Um, um, for for the depth chart and for the Rockets, I mean, you still have Austin Rivers as their 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 two guards are. I guess Eric Gordon's still been healthy, um, but that's probably what yeah. their biggest weakness is. I think. Yeah, I agree because I'm looking at the roster right now for the two guard, and they got obviously, um, you know, James and and Russell play their one and two, and Eric Gordon's there, uh, Ben McLemore, Daniel House. Uh, Michael PJ PJ Clint Capello. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just talking about like the shooting guard position. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Gerald Green. Yeah, yeah, Gerald Green. Danny uh, Hall. Shumper. not a. Shumper's not there. He's a three. Um. Yeah. So they're kind of weak at that spot. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. they could use a Goodell, I think. But mm-hmm. I think. Oh, they could use. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. a lot of teams that are going to probably want that that guy. For sure. Yeah. I mean. Iguodala can still like he, he's a still you know he's still a good role player for any team. Yeah. So I would definitely try to get him if I was Toronto, but we're not. Who? Iggy? <laughs> no, I said yeah. Well, they have no need Bring for Iggy. Iggy. Bring in some veteran presence. Iggy's trying to continue on that championship roster and that uh, his media game, I think, and that's why I think LA just makes sense for him. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, right. it's the right market for him. Yeah, he's promoting his book and. Probably his movie rights and all that stuff. Whatever, what a career arc that guy had, huh? He's got yeah. traded from Philly, gets out of Denver, literally has 
He's okay. I mean, he's considered a good player, but he didn't. He wasn't considered what is he's probably gonna be. He's definitely a Hall of Fame player now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think before, I think I remember just like coming out of like Philly and then Denver. He was pretty much just the guy who he can score a little bit, but he was like pretty much like a high flyer. Yeah. You know, because like when yeah, so yeah, yeah it was just like he's a quick dunk guard. Yeah, exactly. I love that guy in Philly, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I that that Philly team was that Philly team was dope with 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 AI Corver, uh, Chris Webber was there for Chris a bit. Yeah. Dallin Bear. Yeah, I think some guys probably. Yeah, so, but so who do you think won the trade then? Um, I say that Thunder. I feel like won the trade. Yep. Is that, I agree. You, you think I agree. Thing? I hundred percent agree. Because because I'm I'm looking at like it's kind of like a Maasai thing. You kind of look at like you know you know future future looking right. Like I think the guys that they got there, like Gallinari is still relatively young ish, mm-hmm. right? He's like probably hitting thirty or something, but that's not that's not that old. Um, yeah. The rest of the guys, you know, they're pretty young. Um, they got a bunch of picks, so I mean, like the sky's the limit for them. Right, and you don't need to. They don't need to compete for the championship within the next like two, three years. In two, three years, I'm pretty sure they'll be like definitely like seventh or eighth or something like that. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, who uh, do you mean? The OKC the Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who apart from San Antonio, the Raptors, uh, maybe Indiana? Like, how many GMs would you trust? With the haul that the Thunder got, apart from Sam Presti, there's there has to be maybe less than five people. Yeah, he pretty much mentioned like what? So San Antonio's RC Buford, we have Masai. Masai. Oh, well, uh, Buford got a promotion by the way. He's not handling. Oh yeah, yeah, he's up. He's like president or something. Now, yeah, right? and yeah, he's managing the, the whole business now. Yeah, um, makes sense. Uh, who's the guy in Indy? Who's handling Indy right now? Well, Larry Bird does it right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he he's Indy's all right. Yeah, I I am I'm super bullish on Indy. I think they're the second best team in the East. Um, I've I've already said this uh, in the with with Vic coming back half like halfway. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, I think they're just gonna be a, they have a continuity. They really didn't lose anybody apart from I guess Bojanovic, um, but they got Brogdon, man. I love Brogdon. This guy, look, he's probably the second best player in Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's the kind of player you want on your team. Yeah, he's a he's a very good complement to um, Vic because Brogdon's skill set, like, and a lot of people give him slack um, for, you know, kind of the stats that he got for winning Rookie of the Year. Um, people were saying that was kind of random, but then you think about it, and it's like. You think you think Brogdon was random in uh, to win Rookie of the Year in his in his year? Like Michael Carter Williams was kind of random that year that he won. The same thing. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, like yeah. He's way better than MCWs. So um, Brogdon is definitely he's steady. Uh, um, he can sh- he can shoot the three. Like he's a 50-40-90 guy, right? and uh, he can lead your team. You know he can create. He, he can you know make passes, and he has a good. Um, overall, like versatile skill set, like he's also six five. You forget the guy six five, so um, that's a pretty, pretty good sized backcourt. Yeah, right? and he's six five, and the Vic is probably six six or something like that, six seven maybe. Who Vic Oladipo? 
Is he? Is he? No, is he he's like a six-six four. Six-four. Six-four. I thought he was. I thought he was a little bit taller. Well, that's all right. Whatever. They they got a steady team. Miles Turner's nice. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I think that team is going to do a lot better than I think most people think. Uh, getting Jeremy yeah. Lamb, getting T.J. Warren to really yeah, Jeremy Lamb, T.J. Warren. I forgot those guys. Yeah. Yeah, and and they hired. They got what I think might be. Among the top five sleepers of the draft were Ngoga, Bitad, Bitadze. This guy's name is really weird to say, but yeah, Goga. Uh, he's Goga pretty much a stretch four. A uh, stretch oh, four, yeah, stretch I'm five. looking him up right now. Yeah, yeah, stretch four, stretch five. Uh, again, he's about the whole... Everybody's talking about him in terms of uh, the whole stretch four and um, loves yeah. rebounding and yeah, potentially could 11. be... Yeah, Damn, this guy's tall. Yeah, 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 and he he already has that um, Euro experience that seems to be translating really well the last couple of years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess we went on a tangent away from Houston, but yeah, I think uh, Indiana is going to be good. So. Uh, yeah, East is wide open. So. Yeah. So, like, apart from again, Masai, Laybird, uh, what's the name, R.C. Buford. And the Spurs kind of system, I don't like. There's only so many teams that can use the haul of picks that OKC got and not produce some talent. Yeah, um, and the cap being able to get away from that cap space a year early is, uh, and I think five or six million dollars cheaper is. Yeah, is huge. Uh, yeah, but uh, I know I think we forgot one uh, one guy who can probably put a team together. With these good picks, um, Michael Jordan. <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's a goat, but he's not a goat for uh, for putting teams together. What the hell? What the hell is he doing with with Charlotte? Why did he sign Rozier for three years and whatever the hell his contract was? Yo, my guy Rozier got paid, man. <laughs> Holy crap! I I this whole crazy uh, summer was happening, and I'm just kind of walking. I mean, watching through what's happening, and all of a sudden I see Terry Rozier. Three years, fifty-eight million dollars. Like right. what? <laughs> that has to be some kind of a Woge bomber or like some mistake or something. Nope. Three years, fifty-eight million dollars. Yeah. Good. It's like, well, you're gonna pay you're gonna pay him that amount of money, and it's like, yo, dude, you had you had Kemba. Like, why don't you build better around Kemba? He like Kemba was loyal. Like, if if you're like, hey, like you know, Celtics wasn't a thing, or, or you know, LA, let's say, wasn't a thing. Like, a Kemba would have been there even longer. You know, had you built a better team around him, but every single year they always kind of do the same thing. Nick Batum, you paying too much for him, I think, right? Thank uh, God. By the way, uh, revisionist history. Remember how much uh, the Raptors fans wanted Nick Batum back in uh, 2016 summer? Did they actually? I oh, hundred. Oh, buddy, you should have been on like all the boards. Everybody's like, yeah, Nick Batum, defensive, defensive beast, stretches the floor. He's the kind of guy we need uh, as a forward and. Then literally the next day he starts. Next year he starts talking. Mm, yeah, but, yeah, no, no, no. There's if you're talking about forwards, there's a lot more forwards out there than Nick Batum. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Well, no, I mean the, the Portland Nick Batum is freaking good, man. I think it also depends on the system that that he's used in. I don't think I don't think the Charlotte system was suitable for him, which is probably why his his stats declined. Well, the injuries and age, I think, as well. How old is Batum? Uh, I can't tell the top of my head. 
But that that uh, his MJ's like biggest MJ's biggest. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> MJ's biggest issue, I think, what has been in terms of like how he handled the Kemba thing was that he should have traded him. They got nothing out of that whole yeah. whole sequence of events. Yeah. Apart yeah. from Terry Rozier for sixty million dollars in a, I guess this, a weird kind of swap, but um, yeah, there were teams out there that hundred percent would have paid for a high scoring uh, guard in the expiring contract. Like hundred percent in the last playoffs, hundred percent. Yeah, I I, li- I like Rogier, but I don't think he's. Do you think he's starting caliber? Who Rogier? Yeah. No, I definitely don't. I think I think he's like he's a he's a top guy off the bench. Like his role was good in in Boston. Yeah. But he's not a starting point guard, and definitely not a hundred seventy million deserving for three years. Exactly, and it's like. And I mean, even if from a perspective of a bench, I don't think I think he's an average player at best. Uh, I don't think he gets you anything from an offensive perspective. I guess his defense is okay, but um, you can't have a true shooting at under fifty percent and tell me you're a good player. Uh, it's just what not. Is, what is his? What is his true shooting? Percentage? He's forty nine percent in true shooting. Forty nine percent. As as a guy getting paid twenty million dollars a year, there's no way that's a that's a thing that should happen. Mm. So I'm looking at his stats right now. His field, his you know career field goal percentage is like thirty eight. Thirty eight percent. That's 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 abysmal. Because yeah. like you should be at least like like forty and above. Three. No, you should be uh, in modern NBA. You have to be at least forty seven percent or plus from yeah the field goal. Because um, because for me, when I think about the NBA, it's like. Dude, the floor, you know, if you're, you're pick and roll heavy, uh, the floor is more spread. Like, if you're a guard, you should be able to score a lot of buckets. At least that's, that's how I think. Maybe, like, you know, the, the, the pressure is different, but whatever. Um, but, like, I mean, like, if this floor is so spread, like, you should, you should be able to gain a lot more looks and, and things like that. And, you know, obviously, you know, looking at 38% doesn't tell me everything. But it makes me think about, like, the type of shots that he takes that kind of makes his percentage plummet to 38%. His three-point percent is 35, which I think it's above league average. Oh, no, no, it actually might be lower. His what? Um, his free throw? No, uh, three-point percentage is 35. Yeah. I don't remember what the league what the league average was. Well, you have to be a, a serviceable two-guard. You have to at least just 40, 40% from three points. Yeah. You, you can't do that. So yeah, that team is kind of screwed, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, he like he his best average amount of points was like eleven point three in uh, in 2017, 2018 season, and then yeah. his and then dropped down to nine um, last last season, uh, and then now his yeah so his career amount of points is seven point seven, super low man. Oh my god! You know how you just improve the situation if you're MJ? You trade Kemba during the season last year for some kind of a serviceable. Package. Uh, package, even if it's small, mid 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 level kind of picks or whatever it is, uh, you don't sign Terry Rozier for sixty million dollars and just let the young guys get minutes. Like Malik Monk, I still have high hopes for that guy. I, I was a big fan of him back in in his college. Yeah, he's. I I like Malik Monk as a player. He definitely didn't play as much as he could have last year. Um, I'm pretty sure because he's what he's like. He's a pretty like small dude. Like he's. They list him as 6'3", probably. Yeah, 6'3", 6'4". 
364, but he's kind of like, unless he puts up a lot of bulk, which I don't think he'll, he will for him to be effective in that two guard position. Moving forward in his career, he'll probably kind of play more of like a one and maybe play a little bit off ball type of thing. Yeah. I think that's like, I like his game. I, just the reality of his game is like, that's pretty much what it is, right? He's just going to be, be some like backup one or something like that or, or, or whatever and uh, play some off ball, shoot some threes, and that's pretty much it. He's okay, yeah. I mean, I think his biggest issue was he's a young guy who got thrust into this. He was a guy that he was the guy at Kentucky, um, the year he was there. And coming out of there, you're kind of in this second fiddle to in a team that legitimately has no future and a point guard that takes you to the playoffs, sure, but he's not going to help you grow. Uh, yeah. And they, if they unleash him, uh, Malik Monk and my guy, uh, my uh, Bridges. I think the Miles Miles Bridges or Mitchell Bridges. Miles. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I think they have an opportunity to maybe do something. And even if you don't get anything from Kemba, which sucks, but this Terry Rozier thing's so stupid. Yeah. Like, what was the? Mar- there was no way the market for Terry Rozier was anything more than twelve million a year, fifteen million a year. You're paying, yeah. you're paying twenty percent more, so I don't know. It, it sucks to be. I mean, just in just in like just in general, like the league now, just the the amount of money that they're playing or the, that they're paying players nowadays is kind of it's kind of insane, right? I think uh, what was the, I don't remember what the figure was that they the amount of money of like for contracts that they handed out this this past free agency was like. A stupid amount, like a yeah. couple billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, wait, what? Like in total, in total, I think here I'll, I'll I'll look it up. Um, like the like the amount, the total dollar amount. Yeah. Uh, of like contracts that were handed out during this free agency. Yeah. It's like a stupid, stupid amount. I think it was something like uh, it was over like two. I think over two billion, something like three yeah, billion yeah, dollars they yeah. spent. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's you look insane, at man. freaking uh, what's the name? Uh, the Sixers, they have half a billion dollars committed to Simmons, Embiid, Horford, and uh, Tobias. Yeah, and I, I said it. I said it earlier. I don't think that team is going to do that as great as people seem to think. No, people were like, "Yo, yeah, bring Horford in." So yeah, immediately going to put them like number one in the East. Yeah, really. I think Jimmy was yeah. their best player, and they lost him. I think I they lost Jerry Redick, who was absolutely. Crucial for that team in so many games last year. He lost two of your top scorers. Yeah, Pretty and much. Like uh, I guess the the like mixtapes tell me huh? the mixtapes are supposed to tell me that uh, Ben Simmons apparently has a shot, much like he does he did last year and the year before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I for, I forget what I saw the other day. They were saying like I remember some of the comments were on Instagram. It was on that video of him playing pickup or of Ben Simmons playing pickup. Yeah, and him hitting all these shots and these turnarounds and stuff like that. First of all, the guy shoots with the wrong hand. Um, but uh, oh, you're, you're in that uh, Kevin O'Connor, yeah, camp, yeah. <laughs> He definitely shoots with the wrong hand. Just, um, yeah. But people in the comments on that video were like, uh, they were comparing some other player in the past who also had a like dope like mixtape and like pickup, and then he sucked ass during the season. I don't know, I don't remember who it was, but it's bro, just like, we get a Dwight piece every single summer saying this guy's figured it out. He he regrets everything, and then he ends up doing the exact same stupid shit. Every single yeah. summer, every single year. I, I don't. I need to see legit gameplay for me to believe. Not uh, not some. What's that? What's the guy in uh, 
in the U.S. they've been running? Um, Hines. Rico Hines. Rico Hines Rico runs. Hines, Rico Hines. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to see that where nobody's playing defense. Right. Um, so I, I, I'm sorry. I don't think Philly. Make anybody look good. Playing, not like when there's no defense being played. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, and this is a kind of I guess a good segue into the CBA then, um, which is the one other thing, one of two more things that I kind of wanted to talk to you about. Sure. Do you think the C- the NBA is headed for a lockout within two or three years? I personally do think so. I mean, I, I said it before. Uh, I don't. Uh... Especially if the economy is kind of doing as well and everybody's coming out the games, uh, I, I, I don't see the owners being okay with, with this kind of spending. I mean, you pretty much have to go over the tax nowadays. It's not even like the cap matters. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think about like all the teams in the league right now. Like, how many of them over, or are gonna be over after next season? For their for their for the tax, uh, I think pretty much all of them. The model team, like yeah, if not all, it's like ninety percent of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. It's it's like 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 I said before, like the like the amount of money that's that's being paid nowadays, it's like kind of insane, and and just like all all the all the people's extend, extensions and and things like that are just like kind of you know, making the the cap like skyrocket um i I don't know like how realistic is it to keep pushing that cap higher you know like how how does like i don't know i'm not i don't know how the cba completely works but i'm just just thinking about like money like dude like how are you gonna get all this or is this like all this money man like what the you know what i mean paying all these like low-level guys like that, that kind of money at some point that has to that has to kind of like work against the the nba and and uh and, and things like that so yeah I, like i don't know I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen with the next like year or two but you know I, I within within the next maybe like five five to seven years i feel like we're gonna see one more lockout for sure it, i i don't like honestly god don't see um how anybody can kind of continue like this uh mm-hmm. if you look across the different teams uh in terms of the actual active cap, the Atlanta Hawks are the only team that have uh, that are under the cap, like yeah. which is considered, you know, without the luxury tax, the middle of expect exceptions, uh, the luxury tax, all that stuff kind of taken out. I'm just talking about the hundred and x hundred and three or whatever million dollars that they, they say you can kind of spend. The, the Hawks are the only team that are under that. Everybody else That's is more or less over that. That's crazy, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the Hawks are going to be over that like within the next year or two years, especially the way that they're trying to build a team. And try exactly. To contend in the or not even contend, at least kind of make a push for you know the the the, the low level spots in, in in the East. Like they're going to have they're trying to bring in some other guy. Like we're going to be playing too much, and it's like okay, we're back to the same the same old story again. Yeah, 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 exactly. And and these oh, it's weird because. The NBA teams are a hot commodity in the sense that there's a limited supply on them. And I understand that from every perspective. And all these rich guys, they want to be owners in this stuff. Mm. But at some point, you're active. What you're actually losing 
on a year to year basis where some most of these teams are losing money as uh, something like you know 20 30 million 40 50 million dollars a year Insane. that ends up actually hurting your bottom line right your valuations are going up okay that makes sense but at some point your your real it's like the Toronto you know what it's a perfect parallel to the Toronto real estate economy everybody's losing anybody who is a condo owner for the most part is losing money on a month to month basis you're losing anywhere from 500 to $1000 a month on a month to month basis but everyone's okay with it as long as things keep going up on a on a on a value basis so your your condos or your your teams are worth more every year but yeah. at some point that has to cap out the the value increases like there's only so many billionaires that are going to pay four or five six billion dollars for a team yeah but but the owners right now are going to lose are losing money on a revenue sense right so their real cost actually is they're losing money yeah like there's it can't there's no way it can be like an endless endless cap supply (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly so so you you don't think so I don't think it'll. I don't think a lot of what happen within the next year or two. I think, but long term, I only see the cap just keep going up and up and up. Yeah. I see more preposterous contracts being handed out, and it's gonna backfire within the next like five years. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, when was the? They just had a CBA meeting, I think, didn't they? Uh, I don't know. Um. I think the most recent one, yeah, yeah, the most recent one was the one. Remember that started, I think, two years ago, and runs through twenty thirteen, uh, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's every five years or so. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, I remember what it was. That's why I think it's the two to three years is because they're thinking about having the high school kids kind of come in as part of the next next yeah as part of the next negotiation, which happens to be the twenty twenty two twenty three season. So how does how does that so allowing the high school kids to come in straight out of high school again? Yeah. How does how does that help? Oh, uh, I think there's just about look. If you're good enough, you should be there. You don't. You shouldn't have to go to the college and uh, lose a year of your earnings. Yeah. Sure. Um. But yeah, that that's their kind of whatever it is. But yeah. Like, I don't know. There's this um. ESPN, ABC, TNT, all these guys have to be looking at this contract and saying, what the hell did we get ourselves into? Because how many players, like, ESPN ratings are down. People don't watch TV anymore, apart from maybe, like, the last relics, and sports is one of them. But even that's being moved online, right? Yeah. Uh, There's only so much time, unless ESPN somehow does. I mean, they've been doing stuff with ESPN Plus and whatever all the stuff they're doing but at the end of the day people still want to be online and i don't think i I mean we're canadian so we don't really know but i don't think they have a um for the major televised games i don't i'm not sure if you can watch it online so it's like these guys have to be especially like abc and tnt which are like very high expensive ips that go straight to tv i can't imagine them being very happy with this current agreement they pay the what that thing was like 20 billion dollars for this for 10 years Jeez. so for them too i'm pretty sure they're getting pressure to the nba saying like you guys got to figure this out and take uh, whatever it is yeah because we're not getting the returns that we expected uh from a from 
from a revenue perspective for us. You guys are doing great. Everybody loves the NBA, but in terms of actually making money, the teams, a lot of them, most of them aren't making money. Um, the networks are losing money. Well, not losing money, but they're not doing as well as I'm pretty sure they thought because everyone's just cord cutting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, like it's so easy to like find streams for for ball, <laughs> yeah. um, right? Like, you know, we talk about like NBA league pass and stuff like that. I mean, like for the for the richer guys, okay, go ahead and get league pass. But even then, league pass doesn't mean it shows every single possible game, right? It, exactly. Your home your home teams uh, televised the nationally televised games do not show on league pass. Exactly. Like I was so, thinking about it. I was legit thinking about it last year, and then I saw that. I'm like, why am I doing this? There's no point. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not gonna get to see like twenty or thirty Raptors games. Like, I have no value in that. Yeah, and like, and plus nowadays, I don't think like you know, there's a whole lot of people that kind of follow basketball kind of continuously, like you know, like it was before. I feel like you know, mm. like you're gonna check into the games every now and then, but you're not gonna be like caring about like oh, watching like back in the day, you know, watch like double headers and stuff like that. I don't think people people will watch the eight o'clock game, like the earlier one. Ten thirty. Oh, you mean like the casual people who are on TV and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna watch your home team, and like the us hardcore fans are gonna be like, okay, we'll watch Sacramento face against Atlanta. But the guys who used to watch on TV, not necessarily like your average, average person. Yeah. But I mean, of course, the following is way more hardcore now, and I think a lot deeper. But I I understand what you mean. you're going to watch your Raptors if you're in Toronto and you're going to be like, eh, whatever, for everything else. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it what it was for me this year. I mean, I mean, I try to watch as many Raptors games as I can because there's you know, something about your home team that you, that you would like to watch, but um, all the other teams, just like, I'll check in every now and then. If it's like, if it's competitive, if it's sort of entertaining, I'll, I'll kind of like keep watching. Yeah. But other than that, I'm just like, I don't really care to watch. I mean, I, even though I love basketball, but I don't care to watch that much basketball in depth like that because it's just like it's a lot of time to invest to watch ball it's not like that we have that much time anymore so yeah i'm just a psychopath i end up watching way too many of those 10 o'clock games <laughs> how do you stay up for all those I the ones that end, end at like clock i didn't i didn't get to, i i didn't pay for those <laughs> I, I didn't pay for those streams either shout out, shout out reddit <laughs> They already shut down the old old subreddit. Did they actually? The NBA subreddit, NBA streams or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they shut it down. Wait, right after. After right the, now. I think the after the playoffs, they shut it down. There is a, I mean, yeah. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, so I just think in that opt out, there's like the mutual opt out kind of happening. I think in 2022, 23. They had, so, yeah. This lockout thing has to be a part of the conversation. The, the league has lost power in how it governs. And as much as media will say, oh, yeah, it's great, the player empowerment and everything, majority of these owners and the league itself, I'm guaranteeing you're not happy about it. Like, Yeah, I would think so. They're not cool with losing power and, and influence in, in this whole thing. Are they making yeah. money? I guess on a valuation basis, but not on a realized basis. Yeah. Let's see how the next couple of years kind of pans out. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, maybe this year completely changes it. Maybe the parity that's been brought on with everybody being so good, like multiple teams having chance to win. um, Maybe that makes it better. But 
from I guess if you talk about it from a macroeconomic perspective, consumers are tapped out. There's not a lot of money unless they continue going into debt. And it's just I just don't think there's going to be as we've pretty much reached the peak of viewership. I think uh, in terms of people actually spending money on on games and um, going out to watch games, I just think we've done we we've pretty much peaked in terms of that and we're going to start seeing the repercussions the next year or two. And I just don't think the owners are going to be okay with having this kind of a CBA. Yeah. Well, Anyways. I mean, right. Yeah. That, that's kind of where I wanted to go. And, uh, we'll see it. It'll suck. And I hope we don't have it. The 2011 lockout was awful. Um, yeah. I almost lost touch with basketball for, and I was like, Oh yeah, I guess it's back. Yeah. yeah. So that Mavs, that Mavs championship didn't count. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that the asterisks? Do we get to put an asterisk after con- considering yes, everybody do. else seems to be putting one on us? Yes, we do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I hope. Yeah. I hope they don't. Uh, yeah, I want to watch basketball still. I don't want them to during the lockouts or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. I've been watching a lot of uh, TFC lately. TFC and baseball. Baseball is great, man. Like the Jays oh, yeah. suck, and it sucks that they traded Stroman for um, a bunch of like not really anything to the Mets and got nothing in return really. But uh, we have a young team that we lose, but they lose in like fun fashion. Oh okay, well, at least that's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to the games at all? I have no. I have never been to a one Jays game, which I, I don't know if that's like super surprising. But I've been to Raptors games, just. Like <laughs> <laughs> you should go it's uh especially this year you're gonna get like do last minute tickets uh yeah. you can get like lower bowl tickets for like 30 40 50 bucks okay that's not bad yeah and my suggestion would be um get the ones that are like on the like along the baseline and high up in there and then because they're just so empty you can just walk down and pretty much get uh right at the field for like the same price so you're gonna be like sitting like up. You're supposed to be sitting like up there, and then you just no, 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 no. You you're still buying like lower bowl tickets. Yeah. And but you're just buying on like the back row of the lower bowl, and uh, then you just walk down to the ground field. Like that's legit. When I, I went, I think uh, three months ago, um, we sat behind the dugout, but on those like far ends, uh, you had kids kind of just catching balls and just sitting there the whole game, uh, while they wait uh, for file file out because there's just nobody there on that side. But to Jay somehow, I don't know. Like, the listed ticket master prices are expensive as hell, man. Like, there's like $100, $150 for those those same tickets that if you wait until the last minute, get down to like 50 bucks. Sure. Do you, do you typically get them from Ticketmaster or do you get them from like um, SeatGeek or like other other vendors? Um, I have like. So, Nisha gets it from corporate sometimes. Oh, okay. So, we cool. get it at pretty good deals. But the. The other option would be to get StubHub like last minute. People StubHub, are gonna yeah, yeah. people are gonna kill prices on this because not a lot of people are buying it. Yeah. Uh, just waiting. Like my thing would be stay downtown. You don't drink, so you can get no. dinner. Wait for last minute, maybe like six thirty or something. Then just check StubHub. You're gonna get like fifty, sixty euro USD, forty, fifty, sixty USD for those really good tickets. True. Yeah. Maybe maybe I should check out a, a game. 
Yeah, man. Is it wait? So wait, I'm not even familiar with when baseball starts or ends. Baseball's happening right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what. But no, like I need sports. Um, my three or four major sports are like basketball, uh, soccer, and like F1. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. You follow F1? Yeah, I do. I love Formula oh, cool. One. Uh, so summer months are really bad because F1 is there. And that's about it. And then because there's no basketball and soccer is off until August. So um, I start watching baseball after the NBA playoffs and like uh, MLS soccer, I guess. Yeah, so true. baseball runs from April to the end of October. Uh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, it's a, good, it's, a, it's a nice little date event. Yeah, definitely and, like should check at least one game out in my lifetime. No, uh, trust me, dude. This year they score a bunch of home runs, man. Oh yeah, a bunch of home runs, but then they still lose. Yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> well, you know, it's like as long as everybody else gets one more than you, the one you score. Yeah. Uh, we have among the like, we have not the best uh, defensive team, kind of a thing. Well, Vlad is a fun, fun kind of guy to watch, and the, the fans love him. And we have Guriel and. All these young guys that uh, they're giving minutes to and they're giving at-bats to. And, you know, we've started to, like, July hasn't been the worst month. We've been 500 for the last 10 games, so. Oh, okay, 500, that's not bad. Yeah, considering we're, I think, like, 20 games under. <laughs> okay. it's, we're on the well, way up now. Well, what, spot are, what spot are we right now? We're, like, 27 games or whatever behind the Yankees. Oh, okay. Deal. Don't get me the started on baseball and the playoffs, man. The, the, the only way is up, man. You gotta, you gotta grind it out. You gotta make it to the twenty fourth spot. You know. Here's here's a question: When do you think baseball is gonna figure out? Maybe it's better to have more than uh, eight teams make a playoffs. More than eight teams make a playoffs. Like four many, four teams, teams per side total. There's I think like thirty. Oh, it's so the kind of same as NBA. Yeah. Uh, eh. I don't know. It's or thirty-two. Like I think thirty-two. Yeah. Eight teams. But or either way, I'm I'm just saying I'm talking rather, about the format. The same format as basketball and hockey and. Uh, would you rather see them not have a conference? Who do they baseball? Have a conference? Baseball, baseball. No, I like I like the National League and AL, uh, uh, kind of differences. True, true, true. But this whole idea that you spend all this time, all this work, and then only four teams that end up having. You know, three hundred million dollar payrolls are the ones that end up winning, mm-hmm. or at least making the playoffs. It's just like, okay, well, I'm, um, I'm the Milwaukee. Well, Milwaukee's a bad example because they're pretty good. I'm the I'm the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I'm somehow supposed to be good at like. How do I compete against the the Red Sox or the or the Yankees? That payroll is stupid. And then at the end of the day, only four of the teams make it really, including the wild card and all that stuff. What's a uh, stupid question? But what's what's wild card? Is that like so three teams make the playoffs, like from each each side, and then you have the f- fourth and the fifth teams go as like the wild card spot, and you play a one game elimination, and whoever wins gets to be in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. So interesting. I guess five teams per side kind of get contest, but not really at all. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really stupid. But like, I baseball actually used to be my number one sport back in, uh, back in like two thousand five, two thousand six. 
like before that sure. because coming home from India I used to play like cricket and then baseball is just like the <laughs> like the natural transition. Um, yeah. So I fell in love with it and then I'm just like okay I'm supporting the Jays in the mid 2000s. We're trash. We're not winning. Meanwhile, at least the Raptors seem fun. So let me start wa- continue watching them. Yeah. Uh, Would you say basketball is like kind of your your number one right now? Oh, for sure. Uh, ever since the Jays were trash, basketball by far. True. <laughs> one of the only lasting successful teams. Not even like that. It was just that we were fun because we had Jamario Mo- like not Jamario Mooney. This is pre that, but like VC was there. So at least oh, yeah. they were, all, of course, a winter team. So that's why, right? Because they become your winter team and the Jays become your summer sport. But it's yeah. just like, well, I'm not investing any time in this, in this goddamn thing. So, yeah. I don't know. I the Jays at least have some young talent and it'll be fun to watch but I just wish they they did uh, some kind of a cap system and um, like a legitimate cap system not the one they have now and allow at least eight teams to make the playoffs so what would you say is their NBA equivalent if they have one who uh, the Jays the Jays are like the Atlanta Hawks Oh, okay. Wait, yeah. Are they set up for success the same way Atlanta is? Potentially. I mean, you can see the structure of it. And I guess... No, okay, no. They're the Atlanta Hawks from last year. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wait, we're, like, we're Atlanta not contending. Hawks. Like, Atlanta Hawks can contend this year. We're not contending this year. For oh, sure. okay, okay. But so you can see the blueprint of what they're trying to do. They're trying to get those big guys coming in and um, power hitters and... I mean that's where baseball is now. It's just like you go for home runs or you don't. We had we just had last year was a record year. This year is going to be a record year. So you can see the blueprint of what they're trying to do, and that's I think like Atlanta had. If you look at the analytics of it, um, they had one of the best modern um, systems last year. Oh, sorry, yeah, this past year, where they're shooting the most amount of the the best value threes, like. Uh, the corners or the percentage of overall th- shots were three pointers. They had like they were similar to you know uh, the Warriors or or any of the top teams. They just their defense sucked. Uh, yeah. So yeah. maybe they need to bring a defensive coach. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so that's that's the equivalent with the Jays. Um, I'd say last year's Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Well, last year Atlanta. That's not bad. Yeah. So, anything on your end? I think we probably should. We have. I want to talk a couple of things more, but we can leave it till next week. Uh, the summer is still long, and um, we still have like a month and a half left. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more content to go through. Yeah, yeah. Look, we talked about nothing really for an hour and fifteen minutes. So I'm pretty sure we can get. <laughs> Has it been that long again? Oh my god! I'm Bro, sorry. I wanted this to be under like forty five minutes, but uh, but this is kind of the thing that it should be right, like just a natural conversation. So I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah. So that, like, totally random, but um, did you get a lot of feedback from uh from the your past like two pods or whatever? I people um they everyone seems to really like the um the quality con of the. People like that. We the stuff we're talking about a lot, um, yeah. and thankfully, I think they like the fact that I have a decent mic now that records, <laughs> that isn't super trashed and buzzing all the time. Um, and I think they like the natural conversations of it. I, I, yeah, it's just that's what it should be, man. Like I hate the way a lot of these pods force conversations and yeah, 
like yeah. we are gold hawk right now we'll be talking about the similar kind of stuff maybe not the cba stuff but yeah <laughs> about terry roger and the the charlotte hornets being trash and stuff like that <laughs> so i, I think a lot of people <laughs> exactly i think a lot of people appreciated that and I, I, that makes me happy because that's honestly what i wanted it's just we have a lot of a bit of time on our hands I'm, I'm like let me just kind of talk about basketball yeah for sure i guess yeah. if you're trying to like you know if you're trying to cut it down to like 45 minutes or something like that i guess you got to have it very structured like you know like you've got your main topics and you got like your your main like hitter questions and that type of stuff but, yeah but like, like also like that's boring man like this is fun or am i am i wrong this thing no 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 that's fun it's yeah fun. you know you know what this is i remember i think uh, I think I told you before that like I kind of wanted to get started with some some sort of pod on something before, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll like do one about like movies or shows or whatever. Um, I actually have a coworker who uh, she's like super into movies, probably more so than I am. And yeah. We talked about maybe we should do some sort of movie pod, like you know how like Ben Simmons, uh, not Ben Simmons, Bill Simmons, he has like the rewatchables, rewatchables and all that. Yeah. Yeah, all that type of stuff. So that or you know um, you know kind of going through different series and different themes and th- you know things like that you can get really creative with stuff so Definitely. yeah well, i mean we can figure that out later but yeah it's it's been pretty good in terms of uh everybody's been happy and i haven't really pushed the pod that much and i'm thinking about doing this one and kind of pushing it on my socials yeah um, sure and uh, i'm recording this but fuck it whatever <laughs> talk about the whole vision of it while we're recording but uh, <laughs> you guys are getting the back back end and how everything kind of we think behind uh, the scenes behind the scenes a little bit yeah so yeah man it's just this is fun I, I like talking and i like shooting the shits and it's this it's kind of fun to do for sure i mean this can be a three-hour pod if you wanted to listen to me <laughs> don't tell me because I, I i haven't even, i'm telling you i have a couple more things that i want to talk about I, it's just i want to yeah. sleep tonight well, yeah <laughs> same we'll uh we'll let roger fill in all those uh that you want to talk about today next time yeah yeah, yeah. and i have um a couple more things that i, I wanted to incorporate and yeah we'll we can do the rewatch not rewatchables but like that kind of if you want to talk about movies and such yeah for sure yeah all right man thank you uh Thanks, and yeah no problem that nikki uh thank you again and thank you all for listening uh we'll continue on a more regular schedule i think um on monday nights or well, tuesday mornings when you guys listen to it Um, Yeah, so thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care. Bye.